But for now, the absolute hypocrisy of the West's position on Ukraine versus Israel. In one scenario, we are funneling billions of dollars of arms to defend a smaller, weaker opponent from a much larger, more powerful enemy that is destroying its lands and taking its territory. In the other, we are arming with billions of dollars of arms a much more powerful entity destroying a much weaker one and stealing its land and territory. There is no way of looking at our treatment of uh, Ukraine and the Palestinian people without calling out this Western hypocrisy. The Netanyahu government is now the most right-wing in modern Israeli history. How Netanyahu has gone through so many criminal scandals and still winds up the leader of Israel is just mind-blowing. It's like Boris Johnson keeps coming back like for the 17th time. Uh, from The Guardian, um, with an in-trade bulging with the war in Ukraine, the Chinese threat to Taiwan and the potential collapse of the Iran nuclear deal, the US State Department has tried to avert its gaze from the clouds gathering over Israel and Palestine, but has now found it impossible to do so, since the uh, so the summit in the city of Aqaba uh, in Jordan, the first of its kind in a decade between military officials from Israel, the Palestinian Authority, Egypt, the US and host Jordan, seemed a belated chance for change for all the talk of it being security as opposed to a political summit. Um, the joint communique issued by Jordan afterwards committed Israel to stop discussion on any new settlements. So if you don't understand the gradual erosion of the Palestinian homeland has been a continuation of the formation of Israel, particularly accelerating after the Six-Day War um, 30, 40 years ago, where now the West Bank and Gaza Strip are the remaining Palestinian territories inside uh, a much larger, more powerful Israel, and most Palestinians are now considered refugees either in Israel or in Jordan, or there's you know millions of them spread out uh, as refugees. Um, the breathing space that had been created was suffocated within hours, the time it took for Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to issue a tweet contradicting the summit. Um, the, in hours, the summit seemed irrelevant. By Sunday afternoon, two Israeli settlers had been shot dead by Palestinian gunmen. And by Sunday, just gone, crowds of settlers had burned and vandalised buildings and cars in the Palestinian villages of the West Bank. Uh, too few Israeli soldiers were present to stop the torching. Now, the US has a decision to make. Having redipped its toe in the Palestinian question by orchestrating the Jordan summit, I have to decide whether to do more than make ritualistic calls on both sides to stop. Um, so the violence is flaring up with so something like 700,000 Israeli settlers live on what the international community has called stolen land. And the fact of building new homes in stolen land is to breed out the Palestinians from the territory and eradicate them as a, a country. It is the textbook definition of genocide. And we're silent because apparently that's different to what Russia's doing in Ukraine. Um, 
Australia has been silent, not only America. Where's the Australian government here? They seem happy to pipe up every time something happens with Russia. Are we going to start penalising Israelis uh, for what's happening? Are we going to start banning Israeli athletes? Are we going to st start boycotting Israeli goods? And st Well, there is a boycott, divestment and sanctions movement, which is, is still going very strong and getting stronger. But from our governments, are we going to cut off Israeli businessmen? We do the opposite. We absolutely do the opposite. If someone left Australia or the UK to go and fight for the Palestinian cause, do you reckon they'd be treated like someone leaving to fight for the Ukrainian cause? Or do you think they'd end up in Guantanamo Bay? The level of hypocrisy here is spectacular. And it's one of the reasons why I've just had no respect for the West's uh, incredibly dangerous response in Ukraine of funneling billions in arms in whilst never asking for peace. We, or particularly America, funds Israel with something like $40 billion of arms a year, um, which again is a direct transfer from the American taxpayer to the American defense industry. Uh, one of the great lies of modern history. I guess some people's freedom is worth more than others. I guess some people are more valuable than others. But to say that there is no correlation between what's happening in the Palestinian territories and what's happening in Ukraine is just lying. Um, one people is far more advanced in being wiped out and losing all of their territory and becoming nearly 100% a refugee population than the other. Yet no one ever speaks about it in the West, at least not in the UK, Australia and in America. There's still this tacit support. If we were to be consistent, we would right now be funneling billions of arms into Russia and not saying anything about Ukraine. So given that now we've got this wildly right-wing government in power in Israel and they're amping up the whole settlement process, which is genocide... There's no other word that compares for the eradication of a people from an area than genocide. So the hypocrisy of the West is jaw-dropping.